For the Yankees, it'll be Horace Clark leading off at second base. Catching and batting second, Jake Giff. Mickey Mantle will be at first base and batting third. Hitting in a cleanup spot in left field, Roy White. Joe Pepitone in action today in center field, batting fifth. The shortstop batting sixth, Tommy Trash. Bill Robinson will be in right field, batting seventh. At third base and batting eighth, Bobby Cox. And Mel Stottlemyre will be pitching and batting ninth. For the Boston Red Sox, it'll be Mike Andrews leading off and playing second base. Dalton Jones will be at first base and batting second. In left field, hitting third, leading the American League, and a cinch to win his batting title for the third time, Carl Yastrzemski. Ken Harrison will be in right field, batting cleanup. The center fielder batting fifth, Reggie Smith. Joey Foy will be at third base, batting in the sixth spot. Rico Petroselli batting seventh and playing shortstop. Catching and hitting eighth will be Russ Gibson. And pitching and batting ninth, the big right-hander Jim Lundborg. So Lundborg, who faced the Yankees last on September the 20th and uh, won that ball game, by the way, 4-3, to three, pitched a complete game, will be going. And Lundborg, coming off the operation to his knee that he uh, incurred in a skiing accident, has won six and lost nine this year. Against the Yankees this year, he has won two and lost none in lifetime against New York. He has eight wins and four defeats. So again, and uh, throughout the broadcast, we'll be mentioning the importance of this ball game and tomorrow's for the New York Yankees in their bid to uh, finish in the first division in the American League. They cannot finish any higher than fifth. They cannot overtake Cleveland or Boston, and there's a big battle between the Red Sox and the Cleveland Indians. The uh, Red Sox just a half game ahead of Cleveland, and Cleveland has completed their schedule, so the Red Sox have to win one of the two remaining games to finish third. But right now on Yankee Baseball, we'll pause for station identification. Well, here come the men in blue, the umpires, along with Eddie Popowski, the third base coach of the Red Sox. And now Ralph Howe, the Yankee skipper, coming out of the dugout. It'll be Jake O'Donnell calling balls and strikes, one of the two new umpires in this crew. Johnny Stevens at first, Bill Kunkel, the other new umpire at second, and Jim Honichick umpiring at third. Another interesting note in uh, today's action in the American League, Denny McLean shooting for his 32nd one of the year will be facing Camilo Pasquale in Detroit. The Senators playing the Tigers. And McLean probably will not go the whole way as he tunes up for his opening game duel against Bob Gibson. And Bob Gibson, all he did last night was pitch his 13th shutout of the year and lower his earned run average to 1.12, a new National League record. And he betted Walter Johnson's mark of any pitcher who had pitched over 300 innings. The uh, famed fireball of Walter Johnson had the record, but uh, Gibson has it now. But the record is 1.01 by a pitcher way back in 1912, I believe. But he only pitched 222 innings. That was Dutch Leonard, who pitched for the Boston Red Sox right here. Not the Dutch Leonard that we know of the uh, more modern era, who had the knuckleball. But Gibson has done a great job. The Red Sox take the field. And 
as the Red Sox get out there and Lomborg approaches the mound, everyone has to stand now for our national anthem. Cassetti comes out of the Yankee dugout to coach at third, and Whitey Ford sprinting over to his first base coaching spot. And Jim Lundborg starts to loosen up. He's making his 17th start of the year, and his third against the Yankees. Another interesting note, uh, there was a lot of speculation as to whether Earl Weaver would be rehired as manager of the Baltimore Orioles, and he has been. And I think if they had taken a vote, the vote would have been against Earl Weaver returning as manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Not by the Orioles brass, don't get me wrong, but I mean by ball players around the league and uh, broadcasters and such. He is a little bit like Dick Williams, the skipper of the Red Sox, who is quite controversial and uh, really chooses ball players out and doesn't care what spot he picks to chew them out. And whenever you get a manager like that, there's bound to be a little dissension on the club. But both of them have done excellent jobs. Both Earl Weaver and Dick Williams. All right, Horace Clark swinging a couple of bats, ready to step in and lead off. Horace batting 229. Six doubles and triples, two homers, 26 RBIs, and 16 stolen bases. And as we told you, the sun shining brightly, the wind blowing out towards right field. It will benefit the left-hand batter. It's 75 degrees as the first pitch of the ball game is ready to come in. Lundborg with the short windup, the pitch to Clark, right down the middle, strike one call. Joey Foy way in at third base. Lundborg's next pitch outside, one and one. On deck, Jake Gibbs. Outfield straight away on Clark. The pitch is high. Ball two, two and one. And Lundborg is firing that ball here early in the ball game. All right, two and one to count on Horace Clark. Here's Lundborg's pitch. It's a swing and a miss. The count is even at two and two. Last year, Jim Lundborg, 122 and lost nine. The pitch just outside, it's a full count. Three and two, but then, as we told you, injured his knee skiing in December. And he had an operation on his left knee. 
he bounced back a lot quicker than they thought he would. The payoff pitch. High ball four, and Clark is on with a base on ball. And the batter, Jake Gibbs. Jake hitting 215, 13 doubles, three triples, three homers, and 29 RBI. The Yankees all year have had great success with the hit and run uh, on with Clark at first and Gibbs the batter. On deck, Mickey Mantle. The stretch by Lombard. Throw to first base, Clark is back. Again, Foy is in at third base. The stretch. Clark leads. The pitch to Gibbs. Low and outside. Ball one. on board a little bit wild on the first two Yankee hitters here in the top of the first. There's no score. Nobody out. Clark at first base. The stretch. The pitch. Outside ball two. Two and nothing. And now you can see Lonborg taking a little bit off his pitches trying to get that ball over the plate. And many times that can get the pitcher in a jam. Take a little bit off your fastball or your curve to get your control. And that's when you really get creamed. So a 2 nothing count. Here's the stretch. The pitch. Right down the middle. Strike ball. 2-1. High line ball stretches again. The pitch is popped in the air to shallow left field. Jastrzemski with the glasses down. Moves under it. He's got it. One away. So Gibbs trying to go to the opposite field. Popped up the left, and here's Mickey Mantle. Big hand for Mickey. And a lot of the fans starting to rise now. Every part that Mickey's been in when he's made his last appearance of the year, he's been given a standing ovation. And the talk is that Mickey today might just bat one time and leave the game. He's been bothered with a bad knee. Pitch to Mickey, swing and a miss, strike one, and you could see it there. He swung, and the knee almost gave from under him, and he almost went down. It was not a typical mantle cut, kind of punching at the ball. Mickey batting 237. The stretch by Lundborg, throw to first clock back. The Nick has 14 doubles, a triple, 18 homers, 54 RBI. On deck, Roy White. One out. Another throw to first, and clock back just in time. Good move by Lundborg. Now the right hand is stretching. The pitch outside and high, one of mine. I guess Lundborg perfected that move, uh, pitching against the Cardinals in the World Series last year. Fellas like Brock and Flood on base. You had to keep them close. Ready for the 1-1 delivery. Here it is, and it's swing and a foul tip. And again, Mickey had to use the bat as leverage to keep from going down. It's one ball, two strikes. Boy, wide a third, almost playing shortstop. Clark leads away. Curve is outside, and the count is even at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Here's the stretch. There goes Clark. The pitch is popped in the air. Could be trouble, no, but Petroselli back on the outfield grass has it. And Clark has to hurry back to first. 
So Mantle hit one right off the hands in a shallow left center, but Petroselli was able to get back and make the play. It's two out. And the batter, Roy White. Roy batting 269, 20 doubles, 7 triples, 17 homers, and 60 runs batted in. On board, ready. Pitch to White, swing and a miss, strike one, and Roy was trying to go to left field that time. And Yuskemski moves over a couple of steps to his right after he saw that swing. Clark leading quick throw, and Clark just does get back. Looked like Clark didn't know which foot to put out first and almost stumbled back into the bag. On board, checks him again. The pitch is high, one on one. Dalton Jones holding the bag against Horace Clark. On deck, Joe Pepitone. There's no score here in the top of the first. There goes Clark. The pitch is swung at and missed. Throw to second. Not in time. And Clark is in with a stolen base. And man, he stole that one on long ball. The 17th steal of the year for Horace Clark. Roy White swung and missed that pitch. It's one ball, two strikes now on Roy. The Yankees have a runner in scoring position. With two men out. All right, Lonborg looks in for the sign. Here's the stretch. The pitch is a little bit low, and the count is even two and two. The dirt around home plate is uh, different than the dirt around the infield and down the baseline. So more like a reddish clay. And in the infield, it's like the beach at the sand. The sand at the beach, I mean. Heads a foul back and out of play. Again, White trying to go to left field. And on a single to left field, it's very difficult to score in this ballpark. Of course, with the Shep short left field wall, the left fielder can play in a lot more than he can at a big ballpark. The pitch, and it's strike three call. White was pulled on a third ball. Called out on strike for the Yankees. No runs, no hits, no errors, a man left. And at the end of one half inning, it's the Yankees nothing and the Red Sox coming to bat. Well, as we told you, Andy Costco has moved into first base. So Mickey Mantle appeared just the one time as a batter in the first inning. And he's got the bad knee. But yet, Nick said, I know there's a lot of people that paid uh, good money and have come from a long ways to see me play, so I'll get up at least once. And you can tell by the way he swung at the pitch that he was aching. It's the newest concept in suburban living. Latham's apartment country living showcase of the future. Lake Shore Park. Nothing like it in the Northeast. 55 acres of apartment living in suburbia. Quiet country living. Tennis courts. Two swimming pools. Fishing and boating on a 12-acre lake. Hot point appliances and apartments of one, two, or three bedrooms starting at 165. The creators and designers of Lakeshore Park have produced a unique apartment development everyone should see. Lakeshore Park. Take exit 5 off the Northway, two and a half miles east on Route 155. Lakeshore Park. 55 acres of healthful, luxurious, fun-filled apartments. Years in the planning. See Lakeshore Park or phone 785-1194. Rental office open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. 
For a special appointment, call 785-1194. Lakeshore Park, a walk from Shaker High School, Route 155 East, just below Latham Circle. Or take exit 5 off the Northway. Two balls and a strike. There's no score here in the bottom of the first inning. There's a check swing and it's low, three and one. Actually, I took an inch away from Andrews. He's 6'3 and 195 pounds. Came up as a shortstop, moved over to second, and he's really taken over. Here's the 3-1 pitch. A bounce to third. Just foul. Cox could not reach it. Just foul. Kicks off the wall. Not in the short left field. A full count on Mike Andrews. On deck, Dalton Jones. Donald Meyer wants another sign from Jake Gibbs. Shakes him off. Now he nods his head. That's the one he wants. Here's the payoff pitch. Low ball four. He wanted the curveball. Threw it, but a little bit low. So both pitches have walked the leadoff man. Von Borg walked Clark, and now Stottlemyre walks Andrews, and here's Dalton Jones. Jones batting 235. 13 doubles, no triples, five homers, 28 RBIs. A left-hand batter. Andy Costco. Holding the runner at first. The pitch to Jones is a strike call. On deck, Carl Yastrzemski. Yankee infield in double play depth. The outfield straight away on Jones. A left hand batter throw to first, but Andrews is back. Andrews has three stolen bases on the year. Meyer stretches. The pitch, a foul at the plate, and it's strike two. Nothing and two on the left-hand hitting Dalton Jones. All right, Stottlemyre nods his head. He sets. His pitch is a little bit low, a ball and two strikes, and Gibbs thought they had that one. Turns around, I have a little chat with plate umpire Jake O'Donnell. Very briefly... Meyer ready again. Andrews with a short lead. The pitch is bounced to second base. Clark has to go to first. The only play as they get Dawson Jones. It was a high, slow bouncer. Had no chance to get Andrews at second. And now here's Paul Yastrzemski. Yaz batting 304 with 32 doubles, 2 triples, 23 homers, 74 runs batted in. battling to stay at or over 300. He'll be the only American League batter to do it this year. The pitch is lowered. He has ball one. On deck, Ken Harrell. Andrews at second base with one out. No score. Bottom of the first inning. Stretch by Stottlemyre. Curve foul back off the screen. One on one. 
Eddie Papaski coaching at third, picks it up, flips it in. Bobby Dorr, former great second baseman for the Red Sox for many, many years, coaching at first. Trish shading Yastrzemski slightly towards second base. Sotomayor's pitch is low. Two balls and a strike. Walks are very important to Yastrzemski in his bid to stay over 300. It's about one base hit in this ballgame and he'll be a cinch to finish over 300 regardless what he does the rest of the time. Low and outside. Ball three. Three and one. So Stottlemyre with first base open, being very careful, he is trenching. Even though the dangerous Ken Harrelson is up next. All right, Andrews leads off second. The stretch by Stottlemyre. His pitch is strike call on the outside corner, and Yastrzemski puts his hands on his hips, turns around, picks up some dirt. Fires it down on the ground, which uh, lets us think that he wasn't too happy with that call. So it's a full count. Donald ready for the payoff pitch. Here it is. It's low ball four, and Yastrzemski gets a base on ball. Second walk given up by Stottlemyre. He was very careful pitching to uh, Yastrzemski. And now here's Ken Harrelson. Harrelson batting 274. 17 doubles, 4 triples, 35 homers, and leading the American League in RBIs with 109. Frank Howard had an RBI last night. So he is creeping up on Harrelson. About three away right now. On deck, Reggie Smith. There's no score here in the bottom of the first, but the Red Sox with runners at first and second and one out. Dottlemeyer ready. Pitch to Harrelson. Hit high and deep to right field. Robinson back on the warning track. He's under it. Makes the catch. Fires the ball in at second. And moving to third base after tagging up is Mike Andrews. And I said to Harrelson, hit that one in the jet stream. High to right center field. The wind carried it. But it's deep there right in front of the Red Sox bullpen, over 400 feet, and Bill Robinson was able to make the catch. Gostromsky held it first, Andrews at third, with two out here's Reggie Smith. Smith having a fine year, batting 265, 36 doubles, 5 triples, 15 homers, 67 runs batted in, and 21 stolen bases. Switch hitter batting left against Stottlemyre. The pitch is on the corner strike call. On deck, Joey Foy. Runners lead at first and third. Stottlemyre's pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. Again, he nicked that outside corner. Nothing in two on Smith. That's the beautiful thing about baseball. Both these clubs going all out just as though it were a World Series game. 
There goes Yastrzemski. The pitch is low. Gibbs throw to second. Here comes Andrews. Throw to the plate. And they got him. They got him at the plate on a good relay from Gibbs to Stretch. Back to Gibbs. They tried the double steal. That play goes two to six to two to nip Andrews at the plate. And for the Red Sox, no runs, no hits, no errors, and a man left. And at the end of one full inning, it's the Yankees, nothing, and the Red Sox, nothing. All right, here's Joe Pepitone. Joe did not play in last night's ball game. Pepe batting 244, takes a strike. Joe has eight doubles, three triples, 14 homers, 55 RBI. On the outside corner, strike two. Joe walks out of the batter's box, a little unhappy with that call. Reaches for the dirt, nothing and two on Pepe. Two quick strikes on him. No score here, top of the second inning. That Lonborg in a hurry to pitch, and Pepitone fouls one right in the Red Sox dugout. On deck, Tommy Tresh. Lonborg's delivery, a foul on the screen. Still nothing and two on Pepe. Lonborg gets the sign. Outside with a fastball, a ball and two strikes. Again, Lonborg delivers. High and away, ball two, two and two. So neither team has a base hit. Both pitchers have thrown a lot of pitches. In the first inning and here in the second. There's a pitch outside and it's a full count, three and two. So Lonborg, who is ahead of Pepitone, 0 and 2, has run it to a full count. And the payoff pitch. Pepe swings, fouls it back off the screen. Nobody on, nobody on. Top of the second, no score. Again, the 3-2 delivery. High ball four. And that's the second walk given up by Lombard. It brings up Tommy Trick. Tommy batting 198, 18 doubles, 3 triples, 11 homers, and 52 RBI. Dalton Jones holds the bag against Pepitone. Lonborg stretches. Pitch to Tresh is on the corner strike call. On deck, Bill Robinson. No score. Lonborg ready. His pitch is outside one and one. Quick throw to first. Pepe is back. He didn't have too big a lead, but he was walking off there, and Lonborg just wanted to make sure he knew he was out there. He said... The pitch is just outside. Two balls and a strike. Boy is on the infield grass. 
Rest of the infield in double play depth. The 2-1 delivery. Swing and a foul tip. The count is even at 2-2. Two and two. And Lundborg did not like the ball that Jake O'Donnell threw him. He wants another one. All right, the stretch. And the pitch is high and outside. It's a full count now, three and two. All right, we're ready for the payoff pitch. There goes Pepe. Popped in the air. Pepitone has to hustle back. Mike Andrews, the second baseman, is under it and takes it. And right now on Yankee Baseball, we pause for station identification. Hi, this is Howard Tupper. The once-a-year excitement of the World Series happens only here on WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady. Bill Robinson up for the Yankees with one out. No score, top of the second. The pitch, hard ground ball, foul, just foul. I'm talking a little too loud. I'm filtering over to the TV side. I thought that was a fair ball. So did Robinson. It hit fair, a high bounce. When it landed, it was foul. But remember, it's where the ball goes over the bag after it hits fair at least once. Happy with a short lead. The pitch to Robbie, low, and it's 1-1. Robinson batting 233, 15 doubles, 7 triples, 6 homers, 37 RBIs. Throw to first base and Pepitone is back. Lonborg sets. His pitch lined up, base hits the left field. Oh, he pickled a high curveball. That's the first base hit of the ball game for either side. Lundborg got the curve up high, and Robinson really ripped one to left field. One bounce to Estremski. So with runners at first and second, here's Bobby Cox. Bobby batting 230, 14 doubles, a triple, seven homers, 40 RBIs. No score in this game in the top of the second. On deck, Mel Stottlemyre. Lundborg checks Pepitone. Pitch to Cox. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Bobby hit one high in the nets here for a home run last night. His seventh of the year. Robbie with a big lead at first. Pepitone leading off second. Foul. Over the roof and out of play and back of first base. Two quick strikes on Bobby Cox. One man out. On board set. Pitch is strike three called, and Cox knew it. It was a breaking pitch. He's out of there. He wanted to hang in for another strike, but you only get three this year. And it's the second strikeout for Jim Lundborg. It brings up Mel Saddlemeyer, batting 146. He has three doubles, five RBIs. Now two out and two on, and no score in the top of the second. Pitch to Mel, a bouncer foul over towards the Yankee dugout. And an officer uh, sitting down in that first row in the box seat. Makes a clean catch. 
gives it to a little girl who's sitting alongside of him with a pretty green ribbon in her hair. One strike on Stottlemyre. Oh, a curve in back of him. Mel goes down to the ground and gets him at a leap high to one-handed to save a wild pitch. And he gets a hand. That curve really got away from Lonborg. Lonborg, when he is pitching regularly, usually leads the league in hitting batters. Although he would not be throwing intentionally at Stottlemyre at this point in the game. Curve is high. Two balls and a strike. We had a pretty good rhubarb at Yankee Stadium with Lonborg pitching one time. I remember he and Tillotson. Oh, boy, what a battle. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. The count is even at two and two. Two out, two on, no score, top of the second. The pitch is a little bit high, and it's a full count, and that time Lomborg started to walk off the mound. So with three and two and two out, the runners will be going. Ready for the payoff pitch. The runners go. The swing and a miss. Strike three. Struck him out. Third strikeout for Lomborg for the Yankees. No runs, a base hit, no errors. Two men left. Now at the end of an inning and a half. It's the Yankees nothing and the Red Sox nothing. All right, Mel Stottlemyre ready to pitch to Reggie Smith, who was at bat when the double steal backfired on the Red Sox to end the bottom of the first. And don't forget, we told you Mel is going for his 22nd win and also his 20th complete game of the year. And the last Yankee to win as many as 22 games was the Yankee first base coach now, Whitey Ford, back in 1963. And the last pitcher to have 20 complete games in one year was the Chief, Allie Reynolds, in 1952. All right, Reggie Smith, the batter. Donald pitch is over, strike call. On deck, Joey Foy. The pitch by Donald Drives it straight away, set a well hit. Pepitone back, reaches up, makes the catch. On the warning track, more than 400 feet from home plate, and that was a line drive, and that was really pegged. Pepe had to really backtrack in a hurry and reach as high as he could to make the catch, going back at full speed. So one out, and the batter, Joey Foy. Foy batting 228. 18 doubles, 2 triples, 10 homers, 60 RBI. Right-hand batter as Stottlemyre's pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Rico Petroselli on deck. Curve is in there. Strike call. The next pitch low and outside. A ball and two strikes. One out, nobody on. The curve ground ball hit the second. Takes a weird hop, but clock up with a throw to first in time. The ball hit something on the infield grass and carom to the left, but it was not hit hard, so Clark had time. And with two out, here's Rico Petroselli. 
They go hitting 236, 16 doubles, two triples, 12 homers, 46 RBI. Cottlemeyer's pitch is a curve in there, strike one call. Fastball, low and away, one on one. Petroselli, as we've been telling you, has been bothered with a bad arm. Missed quite a few games at shortstop. Haven't had to see Rico throw hard in this series yet. There's a check swing and it's low ball to two and one. Two out, nobody on, no score, bottom of the second. The Yankees and the Red Sox on the next to last day of the season. Curve, foul back, evens the count at two and two. New ball for Stottlemyre. Hell rubbing it up. Petroselli choking up on the bat, standing up in front of the plate. The 2-2 delivery, sidearm curve, pops high in the air, shallow left field, Tresh is back there, moving back, under it, and takes it. So the Red Sox go down in order in the bottom of the second inning, and at the end of two full innings, it's the Yankees nothing and the Red Sox nothing. Well, we get ready for the top of the third inning. It'll be the top of the order for the uh, New York Yankees. Oz Clark, Jake Gibbs, and Andy Costco went in to relieve Mickey Mantle after Mickey batted in the first inning. As we told you, Mick's been bothered with a bad knee and also a bad ankle. Clark walked and stole his 17th base of the year in the first inning. Monborg delivers to Clark a curve that's high ball one. Ed Hurley, former great umpire in the American League, just stopped in to say hello. The pitch is hit high in the air to straightaway center field. Reggie Smith, under it, moves back a step, makes the catch, and it's one away. And the batter now, Jake Gibbs, who uh, popped a short left field his first time at bat. No score in this ball game. We go into the top of the third inning. One out, nobody on. Here's Lundborg's pitch to Gibbs. A curve that tie ball one. On deck, Andy Costco. The pitch, ground ball to second. Oh, right there, Andrew scoops it up, throws to first, two out. It'll bring up Andy Costco. Andy really hit the ball hard last night, getting two doubles. He's batting 237, has 18 doubles, a triple, 14 homers, and 57 RBI. Andy has hit in four consecutive ball games in nine of his last 11. Pitch to Costco, outside ball one, and Andy wants the umpire to take a look at the ball. He does, and he's going to throw it out of play. Jake O'Donnell flips it out left-handed. Lundborg gets a new ball. He picks up a big chunk of red clay out in the pitcher's mound, throws it off the field. The 1-0 pitch, swing and a miss on a pitch way low and outside, but Andy couldn't check it. It was a bad pitch, but he had made up his mind to go for the fence and couldn't stop the swing. 
One and one. Joey Foy guarding the line against Costco. Takes the strike on the outside corner. He slipped the fastball by him that time. One ball, two strikes. Lundborg takes very little time between pitches. Here it is. Strike three, call. And Costco, a little upset with that last call. That's the fourth strikeout for Lundborg as the Yankees get down in order. And at the end of two and a half innings now, in a real pitcher's duel, it's the Yankees nothing and the Red Sox nothing. For the Red Sox, it'll be Russ Gibson leading off. Gibson batting 214. 11 doubles, a triple, three homers, 18 RBIs. A right-hand batter. No score, bottom of the third. Stottlemyre's pitch is low, ball one. The 1-0 delivery is in there, strike called, one and one Beautiful, invigorating day up here in New England. The 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss at a low sinker. A ball and two strikes. Adelmeier walks in back of the rubber, rubs up the ball. Jim Lonborg on deck. Side on pitch is a little low. Evens the count at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out, and nobody on. No score. The pitch, a foul to the left of the plate. Those fans in the first row of box seats know how to play those foul balls when they come skimming over. Now Stottlemyre walks back on the grass to rub up the ball. Let me tell you, it's a beautiful day, and very apropos, it's also the second birthday of Jimmy Kane, two years old. Son of our uh, Bill Kane, our invaluable IBM machine up here. Our time flies. Slow bounce to the third. Cox will have to hurry. The throw to first in time just did never. A high, slow, bouncing ball. One away, and here's Jim Lonborg, one of the better hitting pitches in the big league. Lonborg batting 306. Two doubles, one homer, and two RBIs. Lonborg, a right hand batter, stands deep in the box. With a close stance. Foul back to the screen. Strike one. Mike Andrews on deck. Next pitch. A bouncing ball at shortstop. Trish backs up on it. The long throw. Just did get him. And I tell you, you could see Lonborg limping a little. Had he been able to run naturally, he'd have beaten that out. Just did get him. And I tell you, you could see Lonborg limping a little. Had he been able to run naturally, he'd have beaten that out. Trash backed up to the edge of the outfield grass and just did get him. Lundborg limping noticeably going down the line. With two out here's Mike Andrews, who walked in the first inning. Got around the third, and he and Yastrzemski tried the double steal, and Andrews was nipped at the plate on Tommy Tresh's return throw to Jake Gibbs. Two out, nobody on. Nothing, nothing in the bottom of the third. Curve is high and tight, ball one. 
Big ball game for both clubs. One battling for third, the Red Sox, the other battling for fifth, the Yankees. Pitch is low, ball two, two and nothing. Here's a 2-0 pitch. It's in there, a breaking pitch. Two balls and a strike. And Andrew's leaning away from that one. Battlemeyer gets the sign from Gibbs. Nods his head. 2-1 delivery is popped up. Shallow center field. Pepitone coming in, calling for it. And Joe makes a running catch, and we saw a little white on that ball. But he made the play, so it's three up, three down. And the score at the end of three full innings. The Yankees nothing and the Red Sox nothing. In both leagues. Here there's no score as we go into the top of the fourth inning. And Roy White, who uh, was called out on strikes his first time up, will lead it off for the Yankees. Jim Ronborg ready to pitch to Roy White who takes the curve low ball one Ronborg's next pitch is high ball two two and nothing there's been only one hit in the ball game that a solid single to left by the Yankees Bill Robinson in the second inning Red Sox have had two base runners both on walk High fly, shallow center. Petroselli back, Reggie Smith coming in, glasses down, under it, makes the catch, and it's one away. And that brings up Pepe. Joe walks in the second inning, his first time up. Hanborg and Stottlemyre each have walked two men. Here's the pitch to Pepe. Outside, ball one. Curve is high and outside, ball two. Two and oh. The 2-0 pitch is high ball three. Pepe almost went after that high fastball. Just did stop his swing. Three and nothing. One out, nobody on, no score. Top of the four. The 3-0 pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Three and one. Tommy Trush on deck. The 3-1 delivery. Ground ball to his right. Jones up with it. Flips to Lundborg in plenty of time. And Pepitone is out of there. Two out. And it will bring up Tommy Trish. Tommy popped his second base his first time up. On deck, Bill Robinson. Here's Lundborg's pitch to Trish. Curve in there, strike call. Lombard pitching today like the pitcher he was last year. 
Oh, just outside, one-on-one. He came side on that time. Here's the one-one delivery. Swing and a high foul. Might be playable. Jones near the Red Sox dugout. Can't quite reach it. And his teammates keep him from really injuring himself as he stumbled off the top step of their dugout. Dick Williams, the skipper right there, to put an arm around Jones. It hit about two feet back on the top of the dugout, and he could not reach it. So Tresh gets a break. It's one ball, two strikes. Two out, nobody on, no score, top of the fourth. The pitch, low and away, evens the count at two and two. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, and Tresh really fooled on that changeup. Strikeout number five for Lomborg. For the Yankees, three up, three down. And the score now at the end of three and a half innings. The Yankees, nothing, and the Red Sox, nothing. Dalton Jones. Bounces second his first time up, leads off here. No score, bottom of the fourth. Stottlemyre's pitch is low and away, ball one. Nell's next pitch, a curved swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. One-on-one the count on Dalton Jones. Here's Mel's pitch. It's a little bit low. Gets away from Jake Gibbs. Two balls and a strike. You can hear the Red Sox fans yelling that they want to hit. They have not had one as yet off Mel Stottlemyre for the first three innings. The pitch to Jones. A bouncer foul. past Bobby Doar down the right field line. And the count is even at two and two. Sox who set a new attendance record this year, even better than last year when they won the pennant. All right, Mel gets the sign from Gibbs. Now he's ready, rocks back. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. He struck him out on a good sinker. And for Stottlemyre, that's his first strike out of the ball game. It brings up Yastrzemski, who walked his first time up. Still batting at 3.04. The American League batting champion is just to see what he will hit by the end of the year. The pick to Yastrzemski, inside, ball one. He can afford to be careful and hit at nothing but good pitches, so base on balls will help him keep that average above 300. Pitch is a strike on the outside corner, one on one. What makes Carl such a dangerous hitter is his ability to hit to the opposite field with power. 
the left hand batter, but he can hit the left field. On the inside corner, strike two ball, one ball, two strikes. And boy, Mel set him up for that pitch. He uh, hit the outside corner with a sinker that was breaking away for Yastrzemski. And with Carl leaning that way, he whistled one on the inside corner. Yastrzemski had swung, he'd have hit it right off the hand. So now it's one ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch, a curve low, and it evens it up at two and two. With one out and nobody on, and no score in the bottom of the fourth. Dottlemeyer, unlike Lonborg, not pitching as rapidly as the big right-hander. Here's the 2-2 delivery. Outside and low ball three. Three and two. Oh, another full count on Yaz. He had a full count his first time up. Stremski now with 117 base on ball. Here's the payoff pitch. Inside, he walked him again and makes that 118 base on ball. And right now, on Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. Dan Harrison, who fly deep to right center field his first time up the batter. Yastrzemski at first with one out, no score in the game. Quick throw over, Yastrzemski is back. Carl has 13 stolen bases on the year. And remember, he'll be going all out. The Red Sox with a very good chance of finishing third. The stretch takes the house in his low ball one. Bullpens are well stocked today, though there's no activity out there right now, as they shouldn't be, with both Lonborg and Stottlemyre really breezing along. Stremski leads away. Stottlemyre's pitch is a strike on the outside corner, one-on-one. There's been a lot of shaking of the heads down there today by the hitters on some of the calls. O'Donnell, one of the brand new umpires in the American League, calling balls and strikes today. Here's the stretch. Pitch is low and inside, two balls and a strike. Outfield deep on Harrelson. He has 35 homers and 109 RBIs. Stretch. The pitch is on the inside corner. Strike two, two and two. And this time, Harrison steps back and has a little chat with Jake O'Donnell. Walks out in front of the plate, kicks dirt around. Meanwhile, Gibbs swings his arms around in anticipation of Yastrzemski possibly trying to steal a base. No score, bottom of the fourth inning. Mel Reddy. The pitch, ground ball up the middle, a base hit, the first of the game. Yastrzemski around second, 
He's gone in third. Pepper goes Colcom's in at second base. All the Red Sox with runners at first and third. One out in the battle. Reggie Smith, a tough man to double up. No score in the ball game. That's the first pitch for the Red Sox. With one out here in the bottom of the fourth off Mel Stottlemyre. Yastrzemski at third, Harrelson at first. Reggie Smith, who lined hard and deep to center field his first time up. On a ground ball, the Yankees will really have to go to double up Smith. The pitch, ground ball, foul. Hasso grabbed it just outside of first base. Actually, that was a break for the Yankees because Yastrzemski would have scored had the ball been fair. He had a good jump coming down the line. On deck, Joey Ford. Each team now with one base hit. The pitchers have been in complete control of this ball game. All right, here's the stretch by Mel. The pitch, ground ball hit the second. They'll never get two. They get the runner at second, but that ball and a run scores. And the Red Sox lead one or nothing on the fourth play. From clock to trick, an RBI for Reggie Smith. His 68th of the year as Yastrzemski scores and the Red Sox lead one nothing. Here's Joey Foy. Bounce to second base his first time up. Reggie Smith at first has 21 stolen bases. Foy, the batter, has 26. So Reggie Smith Good lead at first base. Two men are out. Here's the stretch by Stottlemyre. Pitch out. They thought he might be going, but Smith was not. He made a pretty good bluff. Ball one. Red Sox one. Yankees nothing in the bottom of the fourth. At the end of two full innings now, it's Washington nothing and the Tigers nothing. McLean looking for number 32. There's the curve low, and it's ball two, two and nothing. Costco holds the bag against Reggie Smith. Donald Meyer stretches. There goes Smith. The pitch is low. Gives his throw. Wide and Smith is in with a stolen base. His 22nd of the year. Gibbs had to get that low curveball out of the dirt and throw in a hurry, and it was wide. Morris Clark had a reach to his left, and Smith slid in with a stolen base. It's 3 and nothing now on Joey Foy, and let's see if he gets the green light. Red Sox lead one and nothing. Stretch by Stottlemyre. The pitch, he swings and pops it up. Tommy Craig moving back on the outfield grass. He's under it and takes it. Both the Red Sox come up with a run on just one hit their first hit of the game. No Yankee errors and a man left. And the score at the end of four full innings. The Red Sox won, the Yankees nothing. Well, the Yankees in the top of the fifth trail now one to nothing. And Bill Robinson, who has the only Yankee hit, will lead it off. He lined a single to left field in the second inning.
Jim Lombard on the mound for the Red Sox. At the end of three now, it's Washington nothing and Detroit nothing. Pitch by Lombard popped high in the air alongside there. Joey Foy has got the room in foul territory, makes the catch, and it's one away. That'll bring up Bobby Cox, who was called out on strikes his first time up. And on deck, Mel Stottlemyre. Curve is over to uh, Bobby Cox, who is bluffing a bunch. Strike one. Lonborg back quickly. Fastball is low. One and one. These scouts all over the ballpark, wherever you go. Today, Sal Magley, Frank Malzone around. Curve is high. Two balls and a strike. One out, nobody on. One or nothing, the Red Sox are leading in the top of the fifth. The pitch, ground ball to shortstop. Petroselli has it. Flips it to first in time, and you can see Petroselli still not throwing right. But he got rid of the ball in a hurry. And it's two away. It'll bring up Mel Stottlemyre. Mel struck out swinging his first time up. Time is called, and there is a young girl running out to left field to shake the hand of Carl Yastrzemski. Carl shakes it. Now she's going to run to center field, and uh, she is a little plump, and it's taken her a long time to get out there. Now she's going to shake hands with Reggie Smith, and now she's going to run a right field if she can make it. And it looks like she might. She hasn't stopped. I said it looks like slow motion, but she's going over. And the Hawk, Ken Harrison, shakes her hand. And now she's going to go out. And last night we had quite a bit of that here at Fenway Park. And I'll tell you, she's about ready to go home and take a long nap after that run. She climbs over the fence. Never have we seen anybody from the uh, female sex go out on the field and shake hands with ballplayers as they have up here in Boston. There's a swing and a miss by Stottlemyre, strike one. Lonborg pitch is in there, strike two, nothing and two. The Red Sox lead one nothing. We're in the top of the fifth inning. The pitch, a curve outside, a ball and two strikes. Lonborg has struck out five in the ballgame. The pitch, and it's low, two and two. He had Mel fooled on a curveball, but a little bit low. On deck, Horace Clark. The pitch, strike three, called, and Sotomayor strikes out for the second time. That's six strikeouts for Lonborg. Three up, three down for the third inning in a row, and at the end of four and a half... It's now uh, the Red Sox won, the Yankees nothing. And as a modern-day ball player, we'll be spending his off-season in different ways. We've got one of our modern-day announcers coming on now. Big Frank Messer, who is in the swing of the things, mod clothes, long sideburns, long hair, 
Not really, Frank, but you're with us today with that tie out there. Here he is, Frank Messick. Well, thank you very much, Phil, and uh, thanks for noticing. Here we go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Boston Red Sox lead it off with Rico Petrosoni. And the first pitch, outside, ball one. Petrosoni popped up the trash at short his first time up. Saddlemeyer deals again, and he fouls this one at the plate. One ball and one strike. Petrosoni, a young man right now that uh, has a big question mark in his mind, and that question mark is the pain he bears day by day in his right elbow. Saddlemeyer throws. He checks his swing on it. Two balls and one strike. Petrosoli this year, not having an up-to-par season as far as he's concerned, his batting average is down to 236. Nonetheless, he has 12 overs, 46 runs better in. 2-1 pitch to him. It's high, ball three. Petrosoli started this season with a major league batting average of 244. 259 last year, and he hit 17 home runs, had 18 homers the year before. He hits this one high in the air to shallow left. Coming on for it is Roy White, still coming, and makes the catch, and White was having a little battle that time. Sun is out bright right now. There have been scattered clouds throughout the course of this game, and from time to time the shadows hang over the ballpark, but right now the sun is very bright, and Roy White was battling that sunshine just a bit. Petrosoni retired, one out, and here is Russ Gibson, the catcher. Gibson grounded out to third base his first time up. Takes this pitch inside, ball one. Boston Red Sox leading by a score of one to nothing. There's the wind up in the pitch. High. Two balls and no strikes. Saddlemeyer has given up three walks, and one of them tossed him the run. That was in the fourth when Yastrzemski reached on a walk, moved to third on a base hit, and scored on an infield out. Swing and a miss by Gibson, and the count of two balls and a strike to him. Gibson battling his uh, way up to the Red Sox after ten years in the minor leagues. One pitch. It's low ball three. Gibson got in 40 games with the Red Sox last year. Swings to this one. Ground ball in the hole and through the left field. Base hit. Roy White scoops it up and Gibson is on with the second hit of this ball game. Second hit for the Red Sox. Yankees have one hit, single by Bill Robinson. Here's the pitcher, Jim Lomborg. Lomborg grounded out to Trash, a shortstop, his first time up. That's as he throws, right-handed. 6'5", 200-pounder. Whereas the bottom ducks a high inside pitch, ball one. Lomborg for the low bridge Saddlemeyer. A while ago. 
Well, deals. There's the bunt. First base side of the mound. Sotomayor's going to make the throw to second. He's out at second base. They've got Gibson. Good throw. Good play by Sotomayor. Fresh covering, and Gibson is out at second base. Sotomayor was taking into consideration the fact that Gibson is not the speediest of men. Had there been, say, a Reggie Smith at first base or a Mike Andrews, I doubt that they would have tried that play. But with Gibson, Sotomayor fired at the second and got him. So there are two down. Lomborg at first on the fielder's choice and Mike Andrews about him. Mike has walked and flied the center. He takes the pitch low and outside. Ball one. Andrews is a big man as infielders go. 6-3. Right at 200 pounds. Von Borg, big lead at first. Cod goes back off. one old pitch. He takes it low outside. Ball two. Red Sox leading by a score of one to nothing. There are two outs. Lomborg, the runner at first, has a word with Coach Bobby Dorff. Costco comes in a step, but still plays behind the bag and just inside the foul line against Mike Andrews. And Andrews stepped out. Time called. Something had blown up in his eyes. Stottlemyre was already in the motion and threw the pitch. But it is ruled no pitch. As plate umpire Jake O'Donnell had called time at Andrews' last second request. to him. Strike call. Of the regulars, Andrews is the third leading hitter on the club. Behind Yastrzemski at 304 and Harrelson at 274. Andrews pulls the bat across the plate, chokes up a bit now. The pitch to him. Get on the ground to third. It's a foul ball as Cox gets to it. Count is two balls and two strikes. Minnesota Twins and the Oakland A's play tonight in Oakland. The White Sox and the Angels play tonight in Anaheim, California. Baltimore and Cleveland wound up their season last night. Washington and Detroit are scoreless in the fourth inning in the only other afternoon game in the American League. 2-2 pitch to Andrews. It's low ball, three and a full count. So now Lomborg will get the jump. He can leave with the pitch. Sotomayor, short stretch. Comes that. Lomborg goes. The pitch is taken low and outside. Ball four. Andrews is on. And Lomborg moves to second. That is the fourth walk given up by Mel Sotomayor. And it brings up Dalton Jones, the left-hand hitting first baseman. Two on with two gone. Jones has grounded out to Clark at second and struck out swinging. 
That's the only strikeout for Stottlemyre in the game. He takes high, ball one. Red Sox in front, one to nothing. Next to last game of the 1968 season for both these teams. We'll look back to second. Stottlemyre's pitch to Jones is low. Two balls and no strikes. Sure, Phil told you that Dennis McClain is pitching this afternoon for the Detroit Tigers. There's a strike call, knee high. Called so McLean and Gibson are the starters in Wednesday's first World Series game. Gibson will be working with one extra day's rest for a half a day. He picked last night. There's a bouncer down the first base side. It's a foul ball as it comes to Costco. All the runners will go back, and the count is evened up. Two balls, two strikes on Dalton Jones. Number 22 delivers. Jones at the ground ball. That goes through in the right field. Base hit. Lomborg on his way home. Robinson throws from right. He saves at the plate. On the throw, Jones goes to second. Mike Andrews at third. And now the Red Sox lead to the nothing. Two, or check that base hit number three for Boston, run number two. And the batter now is Yastrzemski. They'll put him on. An intentional walk coming up to Carl Yastrzemski. It will be the third time he has walked. Crowd reacts. They don't like to see their big man walk. Mattles has the feeling that just what we're seeing here, the intentional walks, and sometimes, even though the pitches are not made outside with the catcher stepping out, a walk is also intentional, the pitcher just not giving the big hitters anything to hit. Mickey feels that that is a big reason for the low batting averages this year. And with the bases loaded, here comes Hawk Harrelson. Harrelson is one for two in this game. Sox win this game, they are assured of a third place finish. And third place means money. Crowd is suddenly alive as Harrelson stands in with the bases loaded. Full wind up by Mel and the pitch to him is lined. Into the top down by Price, he didn't hold it. 
here's the throw coming home as they try to get two runs in on it. And out at the plate, out at the plate is Dalton Jones. A line drive, knocked down by Trash. And Trash will be charged with an error on it. The ball hit in his glove and popped out. And on that, Andrews scored from third to make it 3-0. Dalton Jones tried to score all the way from second on the play, and he was thrown out fresh to give. No run batted in. An error charge to Trash. And so in the inning, the Red Sox score two runs on two hits. A Yankee error and two men left on base. At the end of five, the score is Boston three and the New York Yankees nothing. Say, have you noticed something lately about your present brand of beer? You're having a couple of cold glasses, and that second glass just doesn't taste quite as good as the first. Well, maybe it's time you switched to Schaefer. Schaefer delivers flavor that never fades, pleasure that comes through loud and clear, glass after glass. Try it, and you'll agree. Schaefer is the one thing you have when you're having more than one. Listen to John Dyson. My model rural regions program, by effectively coordinating all governmental assistance in rural areas, would eliminate overlapping federal programs and cut through red tape. By using the ideas of local citizens, the program would be a major step toward returning government to the people. If we can bring the promise of America to our rural regions, the rural regions will restore the promise of America. Elect John Dyson, Congressman. The preceding paid for by the Citizens for Dyson. Yankees down, 3 nothing now, and Horace Clark steps in. Horace takes low, ball one. Horace hits a fly ball out in the deep right center field. Back forward is Harrelson, back to the wall. He reaches up and makes the catch. Allison actually, I think, caught that one over the wall in front of the bullpen. Made the one-hand stab of it. And Horace Clark is retired on a long, long fly ball to Harrelson in right center. Right now on New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. Hi, this is Howard Tupper. The once-a-year excitement of the World Series happens only here on WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady. Jake Gibbs steps in. He's over two. Flies to left and grounded out to second. Jim Lomborg rocks and fires. Gibbs swings and misses. No balls, one strike. Red Sox now with three runs on three hits. The Yankees, no runs, one hit. Lomborg brings it again and Gibbs takes it for a strike two. Of Lomborg's six wins this year, two have come against the Yankees. He's 2-0 against the Yankees. He deals, gives it the ground ball to first. Dalton Jones has it. He'll make the play unassisted. The batter now is Andy Costco, who was called out on strikes. His only other time up. Mickey Mantle started the game at first base, but it was intended that Mickey start and just bat once because of a knee and ankle injury that is uh, very aggravating to him. But Mickey actually did not play any first base. He batted in the first inning. 
popped up to the shortstop. And then Costco came on to play first base, so Andy's hitting third. He checks his swing and takes low outside for a ball one. Jim Lomborg rocks back on the left foot, kicks it high and deals. Change curve, high and inside. Two balls and no strikes. Roy White is on deck. Should Costco get aboard? The Yankees have but one base hit in this game. Lomborg throws. Costco pops it out. Behind the plate. Here comes Gibson. He's got a play on it. Tosses the mask away. Makes the catch. And the spot is the day. And for the fourth inning in a row, the Yankee batters go out in order. Nothing across, and at the end of five and a half, the score, the Boston Red Sox three, and the New York Yankees, nothing. If you're not taking part in Atlantic's big fun event, On the Go, it's not too late to join in. You can win big prizes like a new Camaro, a color TV, a luxurious mink jacket, Polaroid camera, wristwatch, even cash up to $1,000. All you have to do to play is to stop in at any participating Atlantic station. Pick up a free on-the-go coupon. Except where prohibited by law, any licensed driver can play. And you don't have to buy a thing. Each time you stop by, pick up another coupon. Keep on collecting. The more you have, the easier it is to win. Each on-the-go coupon gives you four different ways to make a winning match. Just match any one of the four sides to another on-the-go coupon and claim your prize. There are thousands of prizes to win, so you can be a winner, too. Join the fun and play Atlantic's On the Go. It's always been a good idea to keep on the go with Atlantic, and now it's a great idea to play On the Go with Atlantic. Well, the Yankees finding Jim Lomborg very, very tough this afternoon. Mel Stottlemyre has pitched a tough ball game himself. He's given up a three hit. But he is behind three to nothing as we go to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Reggie Smith leads off for the Boston Red Sox, switch hitting center fielder. He's over two in this game, swings and misses on a curveball strike one. a high fly ball out into straightaway right field. Bill Robinson glasses down is under it. Has it. One out and Joy Foy. Joe Foy becomes the batter. Joe Foy has grounded out to Clark and popped up to Trish in two trips. Sotomayor throws. He swings and misses strike one. On deck is Rico Petrocelli. One out, nobody on. Mel Fitch hit foul over toward the Yankee dugout. No balls and two strikes. on the ground at short. Tresh backs off. Plays it on a chest high. Hop guns it over to Costco. It's in time at first base. Two out. Red Sox scored on a walk at single and an infield out in the fourth inning. 
Got two runs on two hits, a walk, and an error by Tresh in the fifth. Two of the four men, Sotomayor has walked, have scored. The wind-up in the pitch. Petrocelli fouls it at the feet of Jake Gibbs. Petrocelli has popped his short and flied to left. Next pitch to him. Over but low. The count evens with one ball, one strike. Ground ball hits sharply at third. Cox has it deep. Makes the throw. It's in time at first base, and the start is retired. Three up, three down. Nothing across for the Boston Red Sox. And at the end of six full innings of play, the score here at Fenway Park, the Red Sox three and the Yankees nothing. That Washington-Detroit game is now in the sixth inning. Strollis with Camilo Pasquale pitching for Washington and Dennis McClain trying for win number 32 for Detroit. Tonight, Chicago at California. And in a twilight game, Minnesota at Oakland. Gaylord Perry pitching for the Giants. Yari Nolan for Cincinnati. In uh, Wrigley Field in Chicago, Ferguson Jenkins is trying to become a 20-game winner this afternoon, but he is trailing Pittsburgh 2-1. Steve Blass on the hill for Pittsburgh. He's won 18. That ball game in the bottom half of the fourth. Pittsburgh leading 2-1. to one. Tonight, Los Angeles plays in Atlanta. And in an afternoon game at St. Louis. It is the Cardinals 2 and the Houston Astros nothing. Don Wilson pitching for Houston. Steve Carlton started for St. Louis. Pitched five innings with Hughes coming on in the sixth. Well, there Carlton could very well be the Cardinals uh, starter in Thursday's World Series game. Gibson, of course, expected to start Wednesday's game. Pitched last night. Carlton pitching this afternoon. You would think possibly Carlton would be the second game starter. Although that will be up to Mr. Shane Neese, whether it be Carlton, uh, Nelson Briles, Ray Washburn. Roy White leads off the top of the seventh. First pitch to him, a ball outside. Red Sox three runs, three hits. The Yankees no runs, one hit. Next pitch, high, two and all. Lomborg has walked two. He has struck out six. He has allowed just one hit. A single by Bill Robinson. Line drive to left field. Solidly hit. Ball three is high to Roy White. Right now, a bright, sunshiny afternoon here in Boston. The wind up in the pitch to White. He takes a strike. Three and one. Lomborg working quickly. Fires it in. Ball four is outside. So White is on with a leadoff walk. Base on balls number three off the right-hander Jim Lomborg. And now we see a jacket or two coming off in the Red Sox bullpen. Joe Pepitone steps in. Papaton has walked and grounded out to first base. 
He takes the ball one. Looks like Lee Stang and Sparky Lyle. Stang a right-hander and Lyle a left-hander. Begin warming for Boston. 1-0 pitch to Pepitone. He takes high. Two balls and no strikes. And now Gibson requests time and goes out to the mound. Lomborg now getting his pitches high. How about that Bob Gibson last night? Pitched a one nothing shutout. His 13th shutout and 22nd win. Here's the pitching coach of the Red Sox coming on the field. Darrell Johnson going out to check on Lomborg. And pitching his shutout last night, Bob Gibson set a new all-time National League record for lower and run average. Johnson heads back. Gibson wound up the season with an earned run average of 1.12, breaking the record of 1.26 Alexander, who set that one in 1915 with the Philadelphia Phillies. Pepitone looks at a pitch down low. And the count is three balls and no strikes on Joe Pepitone. And there is ball four. Pepitone walks on four pitches. White goes to second. Pepitone on his first and Tresh the batter. Four walks now up Lombard. Second time Pepitone has drawn a walk. Tommy Tresh has popped up and struck out. He's over two. Bill Robinson moves out on deck. Boston bullpen works harder. And here's the pitch to Tresh. He takes a strike call. Lindy McDaniel begins warming up now in the Yankee bullpen. Boston leads 3 nothing. Yankees have the tying run at the plate. There's the ball, and the count evens 1-1 one one on Tresh. Jim Lombard. Six wins this year, two off the Yankees. Ready and deals. Thresh fouls it back into the seat. One ball and two strikes on Tommy Thresh. On board, it stepped back off the rubber. Now back on top of the hill, looking down to Russ Gibson. That's just above the belt. The kick and the pitch to Trish. Check swing and it's a ball. Low and inside. Count is even up. Two and two. Roy White at second. Joe Pepitone at first. Good speed on the bases. And at the plate. Red Sox infield in a couple of steps for the double play. Set by Lomborg. 2-2 pitch to Tresh. Outside and high. Ball three. A full count. Good lead at second and first. The pitch. Foul back out of play. The runners were holding.
Yankees. Hopeful of getting something started here. Nobody out. Two men on. 3-2 to Tresh. He hits a fly ball out of the right center. Moving over for it. The center fielder, Reggie Smith. He's got it. Roy White tags at second, racing for third. And the throw is just saved from going into the Yankee dugout by Lomborg. He falls in, but he's all right. Both runners move up. Reggie Smith, who has a great arm, just showed the one problem with that great arm. The lack of accuracy. It is so strong. But sometimes when he uncorks the throw, he has no idea where it's going. And that throw would have gone into the Yankee dugout behind third on the fly had it not been for Lomborg, who grabbed it on the top step, lost his balance, tumbled in, but was all right. He reached up with one hand, grabbed the roof to steady himself just a bit. The runners both move up. Bill Robinson steps in with runners at second and third, one out. Robbie has the Yankees' only hit in this ballgame, a single his first time up. The pitch to him. Curveball is fouled off the mask of the catcher, Gibson. Pepitone a second. One out. Red Sox leading 3 0 here in the seventh inning. Lombard, full motion. Kicks and fires. Robinson hits a fly ball out into right field. Harrelson moving over under it. Runners are tied. Harrelson throws. Comes to the infield as White scores and Pepitone goes to third. So the Yankees have the plate for the first time in this ball game. It's now 3 1. Set it Bill Robinson with a run butted in on his sacrifice fly. Robinson, his 50, uh, his 38th run batted in. Bobby Cox with two outs and Pepitone at third. Cox has been called out on strikes and grounded out to shortstop. Takes a strike, Belfine. Rocky Calavito has come out on deck to bat for Stottlemyre if Cox gets on. Bobby takes strike two. Well, the Yankees with a run here in the seventh without a base hit. Lineboard to the windup. Kicks and deals. Cox takes a check swing and it's a ball to the left side. And the one-two pitch. Lined out toward left center, and it is going to be in for a base hit. Reggie Smith knocks the ball down, has to chase it now. Cox on his way to second, he's in standing. Pepitone scores to make it a 3-2 ball game. A double for Bobby Cox. And now Calavito stepping in to bat for Mel Sotomayor. Salavito is hitting 222. Five home runs and 13 runs butted in as a Yankee. Only the second hit of the game for the Yankees. The double by Bobby Cox for Cox, his 15th two-bagger and 41st run butted in. Salavito looks at a pitch low and outside. Ball one. 
Sang, and Sparky Lyle throwing in the Boston bullpen. Lindy McDaniel will come on for the Yankees as Saddlemeyer is now out of the game for the pinch hitter Calavito. Here it comes. It's low. Unless the Yankees can score two more runs here in the seventh inning. Now Saddlemeyer will not be able to get his 20-second win. Lomborg picks to Rocky, foul back off the facing of the press box just to our right. Two balls and one strike to Colorado. A three to two ball game. Red Sox leading by a run. Red Sox three runs, three hits. The Yankees two runs, two hits. Talk about getting mileage out of your base hit. Alavito digs in with the right foot. Lays the bat across the plate. Points it out at Lomborg. Big right-hander comes set. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. And he went from the heels on it. Alavito threw everything he had into it. Two balls and two strikes. baseman Mike Andrews playing Colavito very deep. He's back on the grass and almost behind second. 2-2 pitch will be coming. Here it comes. And it's high and tight and Colavito goes down on one knee. Full count three and two. Bobby Cox at second. Two out, two runs home. Lomborg taking lots of time now with a 3-2 pitch coming to Colavito. It's on the way, and it's fouled back off the mask of Jake O'Donnell, the plate umpire. Stepped out, now steps back in, finds that toe hold with his right foot. He's dug quite a little trench down there. Well up on the plate, waving the bat back and forth, pointing it at Lomborg. The big right-hander sets at the belt. The 3-2 pitch. One out and missed by three. strikes out and the side retires. The Yankees get two runs on one hit. There were no errors in the man left. And now at the end of the top of the seventh, the score is Boston 3 and New York 2. Next time you drive in at any Atlantic station for gasoline, you might drive out a winner of a new Camaro or a mink jacket or one of thousands of other prizes. It's all part of Atlantic's great new way to match for prizes and cash. It's called On The Go. And if you're not already playing, it's not too late to start. No purchase is necessary to play or to win. Except where prohibited by law, any licensed driver can pick up an on-the-go coupon each time he visits a participating Atlantic station. And every coupon gives you not one, but four ways to win. If only one side of your coupon matches the picture on another coupon, you're a winner. 
That's why On The Go is different. With four ways to win, it multiplies the fun as it multiplies your chances to make a match. You can win big prizes or even cash up to $1,000. So play On The Go. You might be the next big winner. Start collecting your On The Go coupons today. Lindy McDaniel comes on to pitch for the Yankees. Mel Stottlemyre went six innings, gave up three runs on three hits, walked four, and struck out only one. So Stottlemyre, who was hoping to become a 22-game winner, will not be able to do so. And unless the Yankees come back and tie this one or win it, he could go down to his 13th defeat. The attendance figures being announced. I'm sure you heard that. 25,534. As he comes into this game, Lindy McDaniel has an earned run average of 1.88. A record of three wins, one loss, and nine saves. He has been greatly responsible for the Yankees being able to play 500 ball this year. You know, we were talking a moment ago about Gibson setting a new uh, National League earned run average record with a 1.12 after last night's shutout. Gibson broke the Major League ERA record for pitchers who had worked 300 or more innings. Walter Johnson held that mark, 1.14 in 1913 with the Washington Senators. Gibson's ERA as he wound up the season was 1.12. However, the overall Major League record, as they keep the record book, is owned by Dutch Leonard of the Boston Red Sox. An ERA of 1.01. He pitched 222 innings. Russ Gibson leads off against Lindy McDaniel. The hard-throwing, tall right-hander who also has the football. McDaniel to the windup, and here's the pitch. It is low and gets through. Jake Gibbs to the backstop. Gibson is one for two in this ballgame. He got his base hit in the fifth inning when the Red Sox scored twice. A swing and a foul out of play on the first base side. Williams coming out for a little conference with the plate umpire, Jake O'Donnell. Evidently, McDaniel may have been doing something there that Williams did not think was correct. There's the windup, and here's the 1-1 pitch. It's a strike call, shoulder high on the inside corner. And the pitch again, high. Count evens up at two and two. Two two to Gibson. Check swing. It's low ball three.
Daniel throws and has a foul. Pumped back and just off the facing of the roof over the front spot. And now Dick Williams is coming out to first base umpire John Stevens with a complaint. And now he is walking down toward the plate as Bobby Dorr talks to the first base umpire and in comes Jim Honachick, the umpire-in-chief of this crew from third. And let's see if we can figure out what the problem is. I'm sure it has something to do with McDaniel, but just what? I could not tell you. Honachick now... Goes out, and unless it's McDaniel's holes, his stockings, I don't know. He's looking down at his feet. Williams still not satisfied. Hotchek had gone out to the mound, took a look, and he was looking down at Lindy's uh, shoe or his leg. McDaniel wears his stirrup down very, very low. I would say would have uh, no bearing on uh, his pitching motion. I see what it is now. They are perhaps, they are claiming now that he is not taking the sign perhaps or kicking correctly off the pitching rubber. And now Ralph Houck has gone out. McDaniel with his right foot showing Holichick the way he's been kicking off and that seems to be what Williams is complaining about that McDaniel may not be right back on the rubber that he may be kicking off just in front of it at any rate there's a 3-2 and two count on Russ Gibson and once again we're ready to go let me see what I can uh, see with McDaniel's foot now he is completely on the rubber there's a foul at the plate from up here, I can see nothing wrong. But evidently, Dick Williams did and came out three times. Whether he's satisfied or not, he is back in the dugout. McDaniel ready to work. Kicks and deals. One hopper right back to the pitcher. Lindy has it. Throws over to Costco at first, and that is all for Gibson. And now pitcher Jim Lombard. know for sure until somebody can uh, talk to him about it, but the only, like I said, the only thing I could figure was that Williams claiming Lomborg was just in front of the rubber when he delivered. He fires down low to Lomborg. There's a swing and a miss. First pitch was low, but Lomborg committed himself on it. The count is nothing in two on the scoreboard. On deck, Mike Andrews. Boston leading by a score of three to two. McDaniel fires, and Lomborg swings and misses strike three. Sort of a half-hearted swing that time.
with two out. Nobody on. And Mike Andrews steps in. Andrews has walked twice, fly to center. He's got a run. Takes down low. We told you two of the four men walked uh, by... Uh, uh, two of the five men walked by Stottlemyre. Came in the score. Time is called, and Dick Williams has been thrown out of the game for protesting something from the dugout. He was waving a towel down there, and evidently that motion was enough to get him caught. He is out now to argue with Bohanichik. Bohanichik giving just about as good as he is taking from Dick Williams. They are nose-to-nose on the infield grass. And now Hanachik starts to walk away, and again, Williams points to the pitching rubber. Dick Williams evidently claiming that McDaniel is delivering with his foot not on the rubber. Williams is walking Hanachik all the way over to third. And they still with him. And now Hanachik turns around and points toward the dugout and says, Mr. Williams, you can find the exit through the first base dugout. And the argument breaks up. So right now on New York Yankee Baseball, let's pause for station identification. Hi, this is Howard Tupper. The once-a-year excitement of the World Series happens only here on WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady. There's a one-ball, no-strike count. On Mike Andrews, Dick Williams trying to say something to John Stevens, the first base umpire, as he comes back toward the dugout, but Stevens just turned his back on him. Williams has flung the towel out of the dugout on the field. So Dick Williams, the Boston Red Sox manager, has been ejected from the ballgame. The wind-up by McDaniel and the pitch to Andrews is outside. Two balls and no strikes. Nothing pitch taken for a strike two and one. Red Sox are leading by a score of three to two here in the bottom half of the seventh. Two outs and nobody on. McDaniel's next pitch. Check swing bouncer off the third base side. They let it roll. It's a foul ball. That would have been a tough play to make for McDaniel or Gibbs. They let the ball roll and it rolled foul. Andrews comes back with a two-ball, two-strike count. The halftime football score of interest, I'm sure, to a lot of people. Purdue leading Notre Dame 23 to 14. Two-two pitch to Andrews. They'll deep to left field. It's either going to be caught or off the wall. It's caught by Roy White, who went back to the base of the scoreboard, put the glove high and caught it. Well, Andrews is retired on a long fly ball to left. White committed himself on it. So he had a chance to catch it and did so. Three up, three down. Nothing across. At the end of seven, the score is Boston three and New York two. Tipperillo asked the American people what they thought of the world's first menthol cigar. New Tipperillo M with menthol. 
Pardon me, sir, for interrupting you while you're watering your lawn there. Uh, how does the idea of a menthol cigar sound to you? Menthol cigar? Yes, uh, uh, sir. Watch the hose. Uh, sir! Excuse me, sir. May I ask you a question while your dog is looking over the rhododendron? <laughs> how does a, a menthol cigar sound to you? Menthol cigar? Huh? Sick him, boy. Then we got wise and didn't mention menthol. Uh, sir, would you mind trying this great new cigar? What's so good about it? Well, here, let me just light it up for you. Hey, that is good. Good. Mm, it's cool. It's cool. It tastes mild, you know. What's it called? Well, I, I think we're going to have to call it the great taste that sounds terrible. New Tipperillo M with menthol. Hey, why are you so nervous? Clark Clark in the top of the order come up for the Yankees as we go to the eighth inning. Clark has walked, slide to center, and slide to right. He is over two officially. Al Downing is throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Stang and Lyle in the Boston pen. The windup in the pitch by Lundborg is strike call on the outside part of the plate to Horace Clark. Gibbs on deck and then Costco. 0-1 pitch. Low inside. One ball, one strike. Lomborg has stepped back in the grass, rubbing on the baseball. Climbs up on the mound again. Takes the sign with both feet on the rubber. Kicks and throws. Bouncing ball is hit to the shortstop, Petrocelli. He's got it on two hops. Makes the throw to first. It's in time. One away. And now Jake Gibbs. Gibbs is over three. The Yankees have only two base hits off Longboard. A single by Robinson and a double by Cox. Jake gets a high fly ball out into left center. Reggie Smith is over for it. The center fielder makes the catch. Uh, two down. Two outs and nobody on. Batter is Andy Costco. Costco is over two. Replaced Mickey Mantle at first base after Mantle batted and popped up in the first inning. On board pitch. In the dirt. Bounces away from Gibson. Ball one. Look in for the sign. And the 1-0 pitch. Strike is called. Here to be a slider over the outside corner. One and one. One-one delivery. Drill deep to left field. This one is high enough. It is deep enough. It is a home run for Costco to tie it up three to three. Andy Costco comes through with his 15th home run of the year, his 
58 run got it in to tie this ball game up three to three. And now Roy White, 0 for two, walked and scored in the center. Six to him is high. On board deal, White takes the strike. Shoulder high on the outside part of the plate. One ball, one strike to Roy. Al Downing continues to throw out on the Yankee bullpen. White fouls one back, and it's just off the facing of the press box to our right. One ball and two strikes to Roy White. One board rocks and fires way outside with a changeup. And the count is two and two. Yankees, three runs, three hits. The Red Sox, three runs, three hits. Next pitch. Get on the ground to the second baseman, Andrews. He's got it. Over to Jones. In time. Side retired. The Yankees tied up, though, on the home run by Costco. And at the end of seven and a half, it's a brand new ball game. The Yankees three and the Red Sox three. Listen to John Dyson. Our cities are dying from the inside out. The decay that is so visible on the outside of the tenements is invisibly infecting the poor, the untrained, the hopeless who must live in them. Job training must be made to work, to get people off the dole. We must renew our cities and train the poor so that they will have a stake in our society. We've got a long way to go. Take the first step and elect John Dyson, Congressman. The preceding paid for by the Citizens for Dyson. Say, have you noticed something lately about your present brand of beer? You're having a couple of cold glasses, and that second glass just doesn't taste quite as good as the first. Well, maybe it's time you switched to Schaefer. Schaefer delivers flavor that never fades. Pleasure that comes through loud and clear, glass after glass. Try it, and you'll agree. Schaefer is the one thing you have when you're having more than one. Well, with the Yankees tying it up, Mel Stottlemyer is no longer the pitcher of record. It's now up to Lindy McDaniel. As we go to the bottom half of the eighth inning, and McDaniel will be pitching to Dalton Jones, Carl Yastrzemski, and Ken Harrelson. Dennis McLean still in for Detroit in the seventh inning, scoreless with the Washington Senators. Detroit now batting in the bottom half of the seventh as Dennis McLean tries to win his 32nd. Here is Dalton Jones, one for three, and a run batted in. He had a big base hit in the fifth inning. Jones, left hand hitter. Entered the game batting 235. He takes the pitch low, ball one. Wind up on McDaniel and Jones bunts one towards Clark. He's got it. Underhand flip to Costco in time. Dalton Jones with a drag bunt. Got too much wood on it. And was thrown out easily by Horace Clark at second. And now the big man, Carl Yastrzemski. He has walked 
three times in this game. Scored one run. Jastrzemski started the afternoon hitting 304, and he is still hitting 304. The windup in the fifth time. Had the plate, but evidently low because it's a ball one, says Mr. O'Donnell. And the 1-0 pitch to him. Get on the ground to Clark. Hart has it on two bounces. Makes the throw to first. It's in time. And that's all for Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski, unless uh, we go into a long overtime in this one for tomorrow, has assured himself of uh, being a 300 hitter this year. Here is Ken Harrelson. He's one for three. Unless Yastrzemski comes up more times than you would expect. He can be a 300 hitter. The wind up in the first pitch to Harrelson. It's a strike at the knees. And Harrelson has just been, I believe, thrown out of the game. Harrelson saying something to O'Donnell, the plate umpire, and O'Donnell whips the mask off and waves to the dugout, and Eddie Popowski comes down, the third base coach, and Harrelson has been ejected from the ball game. So the second Red Soxer is out. Manager Dick Williams was tossed out earlier by Jim Honachick, and now Harrelson has been ejected by plate umpire Jake O'Donnell. comes on to finish Harrelson's turn at bat, very possibly George Thomas, although we'll wait till somebody comes out. It looks like Thomas at the bat rack. And that's who it's going to be. George Thomas will bat for Harrelson and stay in the outfield. O'Donnell, wasting no time at something Ken Harrelson said, ejected him quickly from the game. Well, George Thomas will continue Harrelson's turn at bat. He'll step in with a count of no balls and one strike. Thomas is hitting 222. Two hits and nine trips, and one of those two hits was a home run. And it was against the Yankees. He hit it to the opposite field, as I recall, at the stadium. Sliced it off into the right field seat. He's the right-hand batter. Daniel winds and deals, and he is inside with a pitch to make the count one and one on Thomas. to him. Swung on a miss, strike two. A ball and two strikes.
And the one-two delivery, down low. Two balls and two strikes. A tie ball game, three to three, in the bottom half of the eighth inning. McDaniel shakes off a sign, gets another one. Pumps high, kicks and throws. There's a fly ball out into medium right field. Bill Robinson is under it, puts it away. And the side is retired. Three up, three down. There's nothing across for the Boston Red Sox. And at the end of eight, the score, the Yankees three and Boston three. George Thomas is in right field for the Boston Red Sox. As we go to the ninth inning, and the Yankees will bring out Pepitone, Fresh, and Robinson. Yankees, three runs, three hits. The Red Sox, three runs, three hits. Jim Lomborg, who started, still in there for Boston. Mel Sottlemyre, who started for the Yankees, six, six innings. Sottlemyre, when he left the game, was trailing three to two. But the Yankees tied it up on a home run by Andy Costco. So Sottlemyre's final record for the year, 21 wins and 12 defeats. Pepitone has walked twice and grounded out to the first baseman. He looked at a strike call on the first pitch. Delivery. High fly ball out of the deep right field. Back goes Thomas. Back to the wall. This one is going. It is gone. A home run in the seat for Pepitone. Jumps on the plate with both feet. Left hands with Tommy Fresh and Bill Robinson. Gifts to the Yankee dugout and for Pepitone. Home run number 15 and his 56th run batted in. Now Tom Fresh as the Yankees lead 4-3 takes a strike. Fresh but. At it and misses. But now, Jake O'Donnell says he did not commit himself and calls it a ball one. One ball, one strike. The wind up the pitch to him. High and outside. Makes the count two and one. So, Pepitone and Andy Costco staying even in home runs as each has hit his 15th of the year in this ballgame. on board, kicks and throws, and Fresh takes outside, it's ball three, three balls and one strike. Blocky Lyle and uh, Lee Sang in the Red Sox bullpen again, the pitch, high fly ball, it's going to be foul when it comes down in the seat, off the right field line. Julie Womack. Loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. Yankees have taken the lead, four to three. The count is two balls and two strikes on Tommy Tresh. Tresh looking for his first hit in this game. It's another high fly ball. It's going to be foul off the right field side and in the seat.
Late attendance this afternoon at 25,534 here in Boston. Two-two pitch. It is low, ball three. Full count now on fresh. They are pitch coming. Rock foul over into the Boston dugout. team under the managership right now of Eddie Popowski. 3-2 pitch to Thresh. One on and missed. He lost his bat and it sailed all the way to the Boston dugout. Didn't quite go in. So for Jim Lomborg, that will be strikeout number eight. One out and the batter is Bill Robinson. Robinson is low ball one. On board deals. Robinson bounces a foul over toward the Yankee dugout. with a new baseball backs off on the grass to rub it up. One-one pitch. And on the ground to the left of the shortstop, Petra Shelley is through in the center field. Base hit for Robinson, his second of the game. Robinson is now two for three and the Yankees collect their fifth hit of the afternoon. Bobby Cox steps in. It's a high fly ball out into right field. Thomas started back, now comes in a couple of steps. Love up, puts it away, and there are two outs. Bobby Cox, first ball hitting, flies to right. And Lindy McDaniel will come on to bat. Bill Robinson hands his eyeglasses to Coach Whitey Ford. Now we're set to go. And the first pitch to McDaniel is taken low and blocked in the dirt by the catcher, Russ Gibson. Lindy McDaniel, as a batter, has been up uh, 12 times without a base hit. 1-0 pitch to him. Swung on and missed. One ball and one strike. Daniel swings and lets it strike two. There's some of the younger fans chatting down below. Yankees go home. 
One, two, six to Lindy. Strike three called, and the side is retired. The eighth strikeout, the ninth strikeout for Jim Longboard. But the Yankees in the ninth take the lead with one run on two hits. There were no errors and a man left. And at the end of eight and a half innings of play, the score, the Yankees four and the Red Sox three. Say, here's the whiteout girl. Let me ask you something. What do you think about Major League Baseball? I think they should make every stadium twice as large. Then you could have twice as many people at every game. But just what's that going to do? So many fans here are smoking whiteout. And if you had twice as many men here, why twice as many men would be enjoying whiteout? Look around. Rangers, Invincible, New Yorkers. Why, they're all over. Just think. Twice as many men enjoying that slow-aged white owl tobacco. It's mellow to give that mild white owl taste. One more thing. Who do you think will be the big winner today? Any man who lights up a white owl. Because you'll discover something. You get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. I gotta hear that last line again. You get a lot more from a white owl than just smoke. Hmm. Down. A big day for young Stan Bunsen and also for Ray Culp. Bunsen will be bidding for his 17th win and Ray Culp also will be going for his 17th win and even more important for Culp, his fifth consecutive shutout. If he should get the shutout tomorrow, it would tie an all-time American League record for consecutive shutouts. The American League record of five in a row was set way back in 1904 by Doc White, Gene Harris White of the Chicago White Sox. And now we go to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Reggie Smith, Joe Foy, and Rico Petroselli coming up for the Boston Red Sox. Yankees leading by a 4-3 to three score. Lindy McDaniel has the sign, the wind-up, and the pitch to Smith. He takes it low for a ball run. Daniel takes the sign with both feet on the runner. Rocks back on the left foot. Arm five. The kick and the pitch. It's in there for a strike, and the count is one and one. One-one delivery. Low outside. Two balls and one strike. Smith is over three in this game. He reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth inning. He's batted in a run, and he's stolen a base. Switch hitter batting left against McDaniel. 2-1 pitch. Foul back on the screen. And the count is even to two balls and two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out. Swing on this, he struck him out. Second strikeout for McDaniel. Lindy came on to start the seventh inning. After Stottlemyre was lifted for a pinch hitter in the top of the seventh. Now he's ready to work to Joe Foy. Foy is over three. The pitch to him. Drag is called over the outside corner.
Daniel Wigwags to Gibbs. Now pumps high, and the pitch is on the way. It's bounced to third. Shots has it. Fair ball. The throw to first. He's out. There are two down. On New York Yankee baseball, let's pause quickly for station identification. Hi, this is Howard Tupper. The once-a-year excitement of the World Series happens only here on WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady. Rico Petroselli steps in with two out. McDaniel pitches and Petroselli takes the ball up high. Petroselli is over three. Red Sox had three hits off Stottlemyre, made him count for three runs. The pitch, foul back, and the count is one and one. The Yankees are now leading four to three. Bottom half of the ninth. If the Yankees win this, they'll be assured of an above 500 finish for the year. And a chance to finish in fifth place. One-one delivery. There goes long drive, but it may be foul. It is over everything but a foul ball. One ball and two strikes on Petroselli. He cleared walls, screen, and everything with that one, but it was foul. McDaniel heaves a big sigh of relief. Now let's in again to Gibbs. Starts the windup. The one-two pitch. Get on the ground to short. Grash has got it. The throw to first. He's out, and the ball game is over. The Yankees win it. Three down go the Boston Red Sox here in the ninth inning as Lindy McDaniel comes on and retires nine men in a row, starting with Gibson, the catcher in the seventh, and winding up with Petroselli, the shortstop, here in the ninth. And the Yankees have come from behind to win it from the Boston Red Sox by a score of four to three, and the totals on the ball game for the Yankees: four runs, five hits, one error. Boston. Three runs, three hits, and no errors. The winning pitcher is Lindy McDaniel. His record is now four wins and one loss. The losing pitcher, Jim Lonborg, who loses to the Yankees for the first time this year. Lonborg's record is six wins and ten defeats. Well, the Boston Red Sox scored early in the ball game and led three to nothing at the end of five. They led three to nothing at the end of six, and then the Yankees got a pair of runs. Two walks. A long fly by Tresh in which the runners moved up. A sacrifice fly by Bill Robinson and a double by Bobby Cox. Produced two runs on only one hit in the summer. The Yankees tied the ball game in the eighth inning. On a home run by Andy Costco to the screen in left field, his 15th of the year. And they won the ball game in the ninth inning on a home run by Joe Pepitone. And it's a little sidelight story to that. It doesn't mean too much, I know, but I sort of like it. Yesterday, last night, when we came to the ballpark and Ralph House posted his starting lineup, Joe Pepitone took a look at it. And with the left-hander Dick Ellsworth pitching for Boston, Pepitone's name was not down on the lineup. And he didn't say anything, but Ralph House was standing there, and he said, No, Joe. He said, You're not playing tonight. I'm saving you to win the final two games of the season. It was said in a kidding way, I'm sure. Perhaps to make Pepitone feel a little better about not playing last night. But that's exactly what Howard said. I was standing right there by him. Said, Joe, I'm saving you to win the final two games of the year. Well, 
One of them has been worn by Peppercorn, and who knows? Tune in tomorrow, fans, and find out. How about that? All right, it's all over. Yankees win it. Once again, the final score was New York 4 and Boston 3.